the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. <laughs> Good morning. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We're the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and everything that's involved with real estate, whether it's buying or selling, financing, legal problems. Well, how to evict somebody, uh, hopefully not anyone that you're too friendly with. Uh, Related to. Yeah, well, you know, those are saying have a picture of son. Well, I mean, that's a tough one, okay? Or, you know, your friend that is living with you just too long. Grandma. Uh, Yeah. You can't do that. I don't know how you do it. I'm just kidding. I know. We can even tell you what color to paint your front door if that makes it more appealing to buyers. My co host, friend, Jerry Feeney, is with me. Jerry is obviously, everyone knows, a prominent real estate attorney here in New York and one of the smartest lawyers in the real estate world. He's with any answer you want legally with real estate, questions you might have, just call at 866-970-9622. And I want to say thank you to Jerry because he's been here from the very beginning with me and it's a lot of time. And he generously... and. I'm not saying anything bad about attorneys, but generously, he gives up his time and really mm-hmm. makes sure he gives you answers to really questions nice. that would cost nice. a lot Thank of money. You. But it's true, and it's a what big else am I commitment. Do on Saturday morning, come on! It's a big <laughs> commitment. Uh, yes. No, but Dottie, Jerry is such a wealth of knowledge. He is not only just. In, in terms of um, legal, but just everything else, you know. And he's a good butter, person. Up for something here. A good person too. <laughs> yes. And that counts also. He's good at all ends. I mean, always. I didn't mean that way. But thank you, and Jerry. Nice. I hope your chiropractor is doing a good job. <laughs> Cracking me back into shape. Yes. Yes, I hope so. Boy, I'll t- I, let me just tell you quickly. You know, getting painkillers in this day and age. I oh. never use painkillers. But, you know, it was as though uh, I was being, you know, interviewed to, to be a Secret Service agent or something just to get seven little pills. I'm like, guys, I really, really? am not making this up. I really need some pain medicine. Jerry, what happened? Uh, you... Well, my neck got out of alignment. Uh-huh. He said, I have to re- eliminate all stress from my life, Dottie. Can you help me on that? Oh, well, mm. Jerry? He said, no, well, no more I, stress. Would you tell him that that might kill you? Okay, <laughs> said, well, that's really, for Jerry to have no stress would be like the exact said, opposite, all I do. polar opposite. I tell people the same thing. I, I mean, nothing left in our lives. We yeah, like if it. I didn't have stress, I probably would... Then I dropped dead from no stress. No stress. Although they say that makes you healthier and better. Yeah. So you'll have to try to reduce it a bit. Well, we're trying I think to you should put it. a sign on your door yes. for all your employees. 
Well, doctor's orders. No yeah. stress allowed. Yes. Well, I've been, I've been using that. I said, listen, <laughs> I, I can't have stress, so you'll have to solve this problem on your own, and I'm going to lunch now. Bye. <laughs> See? <laughs> and, of course, our mortgage and finance a expert, Ace, one two, a support, and I was, I'm getting better. No, it's actually you were better really last good, week, yeah. actually. Yeah. Ace is the vice president with Citizens Bank. And we want to take a moment to thank Citizens Bank for their support of this show. And, you know, Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions. They are the third largest originator of loans in the Northeast. It is a great bank to apply for a mortgage or a home equity loan. Ace can tell you that. Um, They're also, if you have a student loan and you are having trouble paying for it. And I didn't realize how high of an interest rate those student loans are, that, mm-hmm. that when they get out of school, not only that they're burdened with a loan, it's at a ridiculously high interest rate, a lot mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So you can go to Citizens, and they'll help you get that rate lowered. And that's really you know a simple thing to do, just make a call or go online. Um, they help their customers by, they prov- by providing an integrated experience that includes... Whatever's good for you, whether it's mobile, online ba- online banking, they're 24-7. So if you don't sleep like me and it's 3 o'clock in the morning and that's when you feel like talking to them or calling them or going online, you can. Um, they have approximately 3,200 ATMs and approximately 1,100, actually 1,150 branches in 11 states. Or, again, he so generously gives of his time, ACE. You call him at 866-970-9622 with your mortgage questions or go to citizensbank, citizensbank.com online. And speaking of online, you can go to the app store and download Iron Real Estate's app and listen to us at your leisure in case you miss our live show on Saturday mornings. I am trying to get them arranged by topic since they were just Put so that you just had sessions and they didn't say what they were. So I am having somebody put the topics in. So if you missed a particular topic or you want to hear it again, you yeah, certainly can idea. do that. Yeah, so it's not just the date, but it's the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with its exact topic. So then, you know, you can just listen to the portion that you need to listen to. Um, you this can also smart, visit Facebook and Twitter pages if you have any questions you'd like me to answer. Uh, later in the show, we'll have Jan Copeland with us. Uh, who is the CEO of Livy Girl Coaching. And Jan is a success coach for women real estate agents, and she's dedicated to helping women build their business into everything they dreamed it could be. She's mm. fascinating, mm. and I know you'll enjoy her. I am uh, freaking out doing the keynote speech for her in Washington. So uh, <clears throat> a lot of our top, top agents, women, because it's only for women, guys, uh, use her so um and i you know she just really had a she has like uh, i like to work with people that are bright smart and think out of the box and definitely thinks out of the box Mm -hmm. uh so i'm looking forward to talking to her because in my day they really didn't have coaches too much no this is a relatively new phenomenon yeah everyone has coaches you know now you know jerry and myself we're gonna sneak into that event tie yeah well yeah there's a a lot of we're in nice touch with our feminine be side. Here. Exactly. I've, I've been a feminist for a long since I was a kid. I was a feminist, so I'm going to go too. Yeah, yeah I want to go too. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and you know, I like to mix a little. I like to mix learning with fun, 
And uh, mm -hmm. we have a lot of DA agents coming. Mm -hmm. And I said, why would you come? You, know, you hear me speak all the time. And mm -hmm. they're like, just because we all have a good time together. And that's the truth. And that's a blessing to yeah. me. I, I work with a company and with people in my real estate life uh, that I truly love and care about. And it makes, you know, it just makes everything easier and better. And mm -hmm. again, I want to thank my team here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, everyone at the station who's helped make this possible. One thing I always about Dolly is we always have fun. When yeah, we do. Dolly. We do. We do. Yes. No, no, no non-fun times. No. Um, today is April 6th, and I always tell you what happened on this day. So on this day in 1934, the, the Ford Motor Company became one of the first car makers to announce the option for white sidewall tires oh, on its hit. new cars. And it cost, you want to hear how much it cost then? In 1934, $11.25 wow. per set. Per set. Oh, so you got all four for $11. <laughs> I mean, 11 You wouldn't want just one with white walls, though. No, but imagine. On this know, day, that's a big hit. It was a big hit. Everybody, everybody yeah, I think that. in the mobster movies, didn't they show those white Oh, yeah. You couldn't be a mobster without white wall. White I mean, walls. I'm sorry if I'm offended. I just remember, like, the yeah, out of home a, stories. Was, they yeah, had the those cars. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm afraid to even speak today because you, know, you can get you can say well, something. You can't touch anybody either. You know, you can't <laughs> hug people. I'm, I hug so I'm, many people without so without politics. I mean, poor Joe Biden. The guy just hugs people. He's a, he's a uh, I no, know. I don't want to go down that road. No, no, you can't because we don't. I don't think there's I just, anybody. I was laughing. I'm like, that's I don't ridiculous. Think, uh, you know, Jerry. I don't think anybody, people. whether you're a Republican, Democrat, <laughs> yeah. or anything, thinks yeah. that he had any bad intentions Agreed. and they say that on the news they say he just is out of touch with today's life warm, but he's a warm person and yeah you know, we're all going to be so cold with each other and they did this again we, he, and, you know there are times daddy that people have, have hugged us and have invaded our personal space we probably would have rather they not come so close but they didn't mean any harm no That's i don't the think difference. they're saying that he mean they means he means harm yeah. but let me tell you what they just did I mean, why would they wait? He's been around for a very long time in yes, politics. He has. Why would they wait till about a month before he's going to announce that he's why. running right, and right. then come up with this? Yeah. And they say, on, oh, he didn't mean it. We don't say his intentions are bad. He just made people feel uncomfortable. So, well, it's a whole yes. thing. And yes. sometimes I just think, look, I'm a woman, so I certainly, mm -hmm. uh, for women, I'm all for women, you know, not being treated differently and for right. men to have a respect and not using power for any. But we're all. We're I all also don't want to yeah. persecute men for stuff well, that, like, they really had, you know, I mean. Well, it also diminishes the importance of the subject. You know, there are women that are sexually assaulted and abused at workplaces, and we all fight against that every day of our life. I mean, Ace is a manager. You've you've had to deal with issues along the way. You know, Dottie, you have too. Yes. We've all fought for people in our office to be free from sexual harassment. But this diminishes it because this makes it seem silly. And it's not silly. It's a serious subject. Mm -hmm. But why are we talking about people who hug people and, and you know he hugs kids and then he was making a joke about it which good for him you know he says oh the little boy let me i asked him if i could hug him before you know i mean come on we gotta hug each other you know yeah. no i know but i guess that you know they're trying to say he's old that he's out of touch with world. the world today well i hope the world doesn't remain like that i really do you know i remember when i first started the real estate business and i was in my 20s and my dad had always taught me you know, my dad was a World War vet, and he mm -hmm. always said, your handshake, because in those days, mm -hmm. in his day, mm -hmm. when you gave your handshake, 
Oh, that was your like, word and your yeah, honor, yeah. and you didn't violate that. Yeah. Okay, and he would just say, "You just give a handshake." Well, I remember the first time this, <laughs> uh, I was brand new, and the broker says, "Well, you just cut your commission." I said, "Well, cut yours too, then." Uh-huh. And he said, "Okay, so we'll put it in writing." He said, "No, I'm giving you a handshake," and he was an yep. older man, so I thought, "Well, he probably means it." <laughs> well, the next day he said, "Well, it was, I didn't put it in writing, so too bad." <laughs> So I said, gee, I wish a handshake meant what it did. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if they do it anymore. But uh, anyhow, uh, so if you were born today, you're an, uh, I guess you're an Aries, and you're defined by vigor and creativity, and you share your birthday with Merle Haggard, a, a country singer, and uh, I don't know his songs, but whatever. You want me to sing one? No, no. Um, we released our first quarter 2019 element reports for Manhattan. And uh, the latest coverage area is defined by areas north of West 106th Street, Central Park, and East 96th Street. Both reports are leading resources for the state of the real estate markets. It is the sixth consecutive quarter for Manhattan co-ops and condo markets to see Year-over-year sales declines, actually. If you want to see them, and and we have them on every area that we cover, you just have to Mm -hmm. go to Douglas Element to their website and put in the market reports, and you will get them. Um, Does the number of sales decline or the the prices? Year-over-year. So they're comparing Mm year-over-year. One year, yeah, the number. Okay. Number of transactions. Yeah, the highest level. Sales above $20 were the second highest level in at least nine years. Mm. Yeah, the high-end market is. People are buying in the high-end Okay. Market. Well, they see that the high-end market, if you go back to what we've been talking about, the high-end market kind of had, took a dip. I, I think we told you like that about six months, eight months mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And people that are real estate savvy, or not even real estate, it was a good time to buy if you're buying a high-end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Co-ops and condo sales in northern Manhattan edged lower as sales declined. And that's sales meaning the amount of sales. And some of that is also because we didn't have inventory. And so it's declined for the fifth time in the past six quarters. Um, the average size of a townhouse was the largest in three years. Well, we, you know, they, they really uh, moved up a little townhouses because uh, people feel actually sometimes there are better then, you know, sometimes the value, if you like townhouses, is cheaper than new development, you know? So, mm-hmm. And everybody likes something different, so it's all about what you like. Uh, so the home prices, and now and nationally the home prices heated up and as the interest rates fell and... Uh, they are they're expecting this is the NAR they're expecting that the national home prices uh will go up by about 5%. I think it was 3% last time I talked about it on the show. Uh now 5% by 2020. Yeah. Thanks they say to thanks Ace for falling interest rates. Yeah. Uh home price gains are about to take off again and that's from CoreLogic, the real estate data and analytical company. And they said annual home prices, again, are going to go up. So uh, that's all good news for people who are buying or mm-hmm. just bored. Uh, 
And, if you, you know, Jerry, I read something in one of the, uh, I don't know, it was the Wall Street Journal of the Times. Well, they said, oh, because the job market was really good. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, oh, well, now we're not going to have a recession. Because they were actually talking about a recession a couple yeah. of months ago. And now right. this is really going to get you mad. And it was, it was going to start at like I think know, it was May Times, 12th at 2 a.m. in the yeah. morning or something. I think it was the Times or Newsday. Mm-hmm. Not, no, no, no. It was the Times or Wall Street Journal. But I think it was, well, it was one of them. Well, they put in, and it was this Saturday or Friday. No, it was Friday or Thursday. Friday, I think. Scary homes. Did you, did you did you ever sell a haunted house? And they had these people who wrote that they mm-hmm. had listings on haunted houses. Now, who did that, and how many years have we been doing that? Exactly. They and, follow our show, and yes. they copy it. Right. Now, at least they didn't want to look too close to that they copied it, so they did it now. We do it about Halloween. Okay. Yeah, it's a little more timely to do it yes. on Halloween. But I said, oh, goodness. Not on Easter. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> but... They did, yeah, and I said, oh, they, they got it from the show. Yes. Flattery is a nice What do they formula. say? That's flattering. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, Ace will have to comment on this later, but if mortgage rates fall further, resulting in more buyers entering the market this spring, the competition could get even, could get really fierce. I don't think they're going to fall. That's just my guess. I think uh, they're going to stay <clears> where they are. There's not much more room to fall, right? They're pretty low okay. now, aren't they? Now, they're saying that it could become a buyer's market, okay, again. Uh, now, or not. I love these predictions. It either well, will become a buyer's market or it won't. Well, know? this is like the weather people. Yeah. Okay? It might rain. It might snow. Right. It might this. It might, it might be might cold that. or right. it'll be warm. Yeah. They say the spring home buying season is shaping up as the best in years, okay, offering new opportunities, and these are national um, or after last year's tough housing market drove away many would-be buyers. Yeah, a number of back. economic factors that slowed sales in 2018 have eased or even reversed. Mortgage rates have been falling. Home inventory is rising. Well, the mm-hmm. lo- reason that a lot of things slumped wasn't it was a bad market. There was no inventory to sell. And that yeah, was a national. Right. Yeah, higher interest rates and no, right, no inventory. A lot of buyers, you know, it was, it was tough. Yeah. It's a lot better time to buy now. The more favorable conditions are bringing price cuts and fewer of the bidding wars. And obviously, there's more houses on the market. There's not an over. There's mm-hmm. not too many, but there's more than there was, which was nothing. So uh, what, when you have more inventory, then if you only have three houses to sell at a certain price in a certain area, then, hey, you can kind of call your game any mm-hmm. price you want. I always tell people when they're – this is a good tip to tell sellers, or for you if you're thinking of selling a home, if you you need to get the broker to give you a list of how, what your competition is, who's on the market selling their home at the same time you are, because right. that's your competition. And the more competition you have, that will bring your price down. And the thing that you always say, which is very true about real estate, is your competition, it's not like car dealers where people are going to go to every car dealer in town when there's other homes in your price range they're going to see all those other homes they're not going to skip them if they're in the yeah, same neighborhood e- even people if, are going to see them <clears throat> even if they go to your home and they fall in love with it but if it's the mm-hmm. first house they see then right. they're kind of well i just have to see some other things just to make sure but truthfully that's so key mm-hmm. look at your competition see get in a car or go see them See what you're up against. And the more competition you have, then you have to 
know that it's going to bring your price down because there's always someone that's going to turn cheaper. So it's a good thing to know. I think we are going to get poised for a break. I look forward to talking about the mortgage, the mansion tax and the congestion tax that I think is going to go through. And, uh, and the best places to live if you're out of college. We'll be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. We'll be back right after this break. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. Um, it's 866-970-9622. I'm here with Ace, what is Hughes Pop, and Sherry Feeney. We talk about real estate financing, law, legal, anything, or anything you might want to talk about. Uh, we talked about the housing market a little bit ago, and it's projected to be up in um, sales price probably by about 5% nationwide. And there is a shortage now in, in housing in the city. Well, it's it's down. It's not a sh- but there's about um, it's about three hundred or five hundred. I think in Brooklyn saw the biggest loss of uh, units. With they lost five hundred and seventy nine building units compared to what they have, mm-hmm. and um, I think Manhattan lost about three hundred. Queens lost some. So all that means is less inventory, um, which makes probably prices rise. Um, and makes you have to really be knowledgeable to know what you want to buy and have spoken to ACE and the Citizens Bank so that you're qualified and that you can make an offer and the seller can accept it, uh, not worrying that, oh, wait, this guy didn't check it out. He doesn't know if he can get a mortgage yet. So uh, it's definitely what you should do. And be educated so that you see a lot of stuff and that when you find something that you pretty much know is right for you, and your broker tells you it's right for you, you can act on it. Because goods, you know, good deals don't uh, last for a long time. Yeah. Uh, opportunity zones, which I'm not going to get into, but they rose 25% if your home was in an opportunity zone. And Amazon, where they were supposed to, which I'm still mad about that, where they were supposed to be was an opportunity zone. Mm-hmm. But prices mm-hmm. still went up there. So uh, they were going up yeah. before Amazon. Um, and I think they'll continue to go up. I think Amazon would have given it a big push, but it wasn't even about prices going up, in my opinion. It was just about the opportunity for New York City, for its residents and people close to New York City yeah. to get <clears throat> to really get, you know, a, like a company like that would be. We'd be like what what I think uh, Northern California was. San Francisco, you know, it was known as the. The well, technology bill, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> there would have been a lot of jobs and good-paying jobs, too. Yeah. Not just yeah. I think, I think there will be, be another company if, let's say, Amazon decides not to come. You know? Well, mm-hmm. what, they can't do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, I and I, I will get into this. I have a question yeah. I want to take, but we'll mm-hmm. get into this when we when we Maybe he when ran we out of talk, money when we when we right but when we talk <laughs> about the uh, taxes and all the new taxes, and of course mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. find out who they're geared for, mm-hmm. and. The worst thing that we can do, and I see it in, in the politics, the p- politicians do it, and um, 
is pit people against each other. Okay, like you're poor, he's rich, the rich against the poor. Okay, Here, I just saw enemy. some yeah. show. I think it was CNN. They had a, you know, they have a heroes. They got regular people that are heroes, and they had this right. guy. I think he was in San Francisco, which is a very big homeless problem, and he might have been a lawyer, Jerry, or something like that. And he mm-hmm. was a runner, and he got homeless people to run with him, and community leaders to run with him, and just all different walks of life. That's and he right. was trying to say that if you care about people, you can be from all different economic levels, even homeless, and all be together in something that you share in common. So um, I don't like pitting good, people yeah. together. And we'll talk about that as far as all these new taxes and how they might impact certain pe- people that you might know and what it mm-hmm. means to Manhattan and maybe Jersey and some mm-hmm. of the neighboring things. I want to take a question. Um, Again, hey, Donnie, before you listening? take, the, yes, before you take the question, I just want to say, you kind of know you're rich if you if you get divorced and your wife gets $23 billion and you're still, after that, the richest person in the world. <laughs> after well, that's, paying I read that, that's rich. Yep. That's rich. That's so <laughs> rich that I don't even know. I don't know what you do with that. Uh, you couldn't spend it. That's the thing. People were saying, well, she should have yeah. gotten more. What do you, you can't spend I'm that calling kind of them money. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like, I really... <laughs> I just can't, you know, it's just hard to imagine. But, you know, then there's some people that would say, oh, if I had what you make or what you have, then I would be. So everyone kind of thinks. Yeah. um, yeah. And change your life. It it does, but it also doesn't fundamentally change some of the But let me say this. But if you don't have your health, if you don't have your health, it doesn't matter how much money you make or don't make. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have anybody around, uh, that's also could be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me take this phone call from Victor. Hi, Victor. Thanks for calling. Oh, hi, hi, Dottie. Uh, yes, uh, I'm a first-time caller, and oh, good. Uh, I'm not calling for myself. I'm calling for a friend. She, she, right. She's Japanese. She doesn't, she doesn't, she's in Manhattan, and she she doesn't speak English too well. Uh, uh, she's trying to sell a um, uh, a condominium, one bedroom, three three room, one bedroom con- condominium in Mur- in the Murray Hill section. No, exactly. She's in her uh, mid seventies, and uh, she asked me, of all people, to to give her some advice of uh, of what kind of an agent she, she, to go to. Now she showed me some paper with agents' numbers, a newspaper, but it's all Japanese mm-hmm. newspaper, so I couldn't understand. Well, that's true because so I. <laughs> yeah, our Japanese is weak too. Maybe ace, but not not not. Bad, no. <laughs> yeah, well, she if she doesn't but, speak English, she might. Um, and she Japanese might feel, speakers, yeah, she might feel she's comfortable. She speaks English, but she's a little uncertain. She's oh, uncertain oh, about oh, that's this, why you know? you're calling, because she probably doesn't. Well, I, I'll tell you the truth. I would, Murray Hill is uh, a great area. It's, it's, you know, close to the, uh, closer to getting out of the city, at least. And it's really come up a lot in the last, I want to say, 10 years. A lot of young people, it's vibrant. I would look for an agent. I just saw my friend uh, appear to tear there because uh, mm-hmm. my sister lives in Murray Hill. She's been living there since college. Uh, she's been living there forever. Uh, I, I think she should get an agent, and I'm glad to give you a name, and you can interview two or three different agents, um, who is not only from a fairly prominent real estate company. I would ask for – She's the first thing she needs to do is ask for them to do an analysis of what – is on the market currently that is competition. So what else in Mary Hill is available that's similar to hers? And maybe there's stuff in the building already. 
you know, that's for mm-hmm. sale. And the people are going to go look at that. So she should see what's on the market. Then she should ask them to provide her with a list of what's sold in the Murray Hill area that's similar to her apartment. Um, then she should ask for a marketing plan and in, in writing. And like what they're going market, to do. A marketing plan? Yes. Like they're going to put oh. in together how they're going to market her property. Like what will they do to get that property marketed? And when I say marketed, sold. I mean, where they're going to advertise mm-hmm. it. How are they going to get it out to the brokers? Uh, I would do that. And I would also say, you know, I really think it's important that she feels comfortable. I mean, somebody could be great, but if she's not comfortable with them, mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's also important that you she has to feel comfortable with someone. And maybe you would go there and help her. F- but but those are things because for her to price her home right, uh, and that's a decision that I tell people: look, how quickly do you want to sell your home? You really need to have that information in front of you. Uh, let so me that also that say- one of the nice things about Alamo.com is you can search by uh, languages spoken. So if, if a lot of our Asian clients prefer to have people speaking their own language, even though I find that their English is much better than they say, um, but um, there are Japanese speakers, fluent Japanese speakers at Elman, that uh, if she was more comfortable with that, that's one of the nice things about having as many agents as Dottie has is that, you know, they have people of all types of skill sets and backgrounds and and the website does list who's fluent in different languages too. Yeah. Well, but, but you can also go on our site, you know, on the sites and see what's on the market. I mean, if she, if you uh, have access to an iPad or a computer, and you can go on Element and you can kind of get all this data. But I would, I would, I would not sign anything. If I would just go in and get three, you know, two or three different two two agents, I can leave your recommendation for somebody who not only works for Element but maybe lives in Murray Hill or lives around that area and has sold stuff there. And you can, uh, and then interview a few, and then you can maybe she probably not she you know she can come up with a price, and uh, then of course you should know that before she takes an offer, um, she should know she should be, you know that's again you know we work a lot with Ace and he trains our. Are all the um, agents at Douglas Elliman on what to look for w- with an offer. So when somebody, t- you know, then you'll have to explain to her that, uh, or we'll have Ace explain to her, when somebody gets, makes an offer, you want to see what the down payment is and how much down, because sometimes if there's not enough down and their credit's not good, they might not get a mortgage. But if you have any questions or you need anything, just leave an email or a number with the, the man that you just spoke to, and I'll be glad to give you a shout or, or text you back something. You know. Can you give me that number? Oh, well, I'm going to give you, you know what, I'm speaking. Um, so I'm going to, you're better off really um, the number with the, leaving with your number. Maybe I'll text you. Is this your number? If you leave your number, I'll text oh, you. Oh, you want, you, what? Uh, leave it with uh, the producer. We're going into a break right now. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. We're listening to I on Real Estate, and I am debating whether I'll start to get into this topic or not, um, because I know we have um, 
Jan Copeland from the Libby Girls coming in, uh, calling in at 11 and about how she coaches people and what that's all about. And whether you're in real estate or anything else, there's usually a coach for everyone. Or they call your manager or managing your life. Or there's life, uh, oh, there's life coaches. I mean, right? There's a lot of coaches. Yeah, there's a lot of coaches, I think. Yeah. So I want to talk about, first of all, the Verrazano Bridge uh, Mm -hmm. is now, I just want you to know, the nation's, so not just New York, the nation's most expensive bridge to cross over after the MTA toll hike. Bracketing up the rate to $19, and that went in effect Sunday. You know, it's just... Okay, it previously cost $17 to take the Verrazano from Brooklyn to Staten Island. Under the new toll, drivers with Easy Pass will be charged twelve twenty four from up from eleven fifty two. So the, why don't people have Easy Pass? It's so expensive to not. Yeah, have. I know I, both, I but Staten Island residents were spared the hike, and they will pay only five fifty under a rebate program. Mm-hmm. So they, they got to apply for the rebate. Though. Yeah, which a lot of people won't yeah. do. And you know, it's easy to accidentally get on that bridge if you're on the if you're on the belt and you're going around, you're not paying attention. Next thing you know, you're in Staten Island. You got to pay seventeen dollars to get back on the belt. Yeah, I know. And that's I know they do that on purpose, by the way, just to aggravate us. Other major city crossings seeing a tall increase were the uh, Robert Kennedy Bridge, which was formerly the Triborough, um, the Throgs Neck Bridge, and the Queens yeah. Midtown Tunnel. All now at nine fifty yeah. or six twelve with Easy Pass. They should just be a hundred dollars each time, and and just then they won't have to lift it for a while. You know, just make it even a hundred dollars every time you want to turn around. It's crazy. I'm just kidding. It's a lot of money. We have a lot of new taxes. But listen to all these taxes, and I, I, again, we're probably going to have to have Jan on and then continue because I think this is really important. These are all Manhattan, New York City drivers. Okay, if you're a driver and you're driving Mm -hmm. to New York City, you will soon have to pay for the privilege of sitting in traffic. Okay, now wow. you know that I've said many a day it can take uh, God knows how long just to from get from uptown to downtown. Or, okay, now they have congestion pricing in New York City. Finally came into being. Finally. Okay, and they I, they have it in London. It works very well to keep mm-hmm. out congestion, and this is the, this is what you need to know about congestion. This plan, and this they're hoping that will reduce the amount of cars. That comes to Manhattan, and I'm not sure if it will, but I think it'll help. Congestion pricing will be instituted in Manhattan's busiest neighborhoods by the end of 2020. So you have a year. About take them that long. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what it's like. New York will be the first, of course, the first state in the country to institute a congestion pricing policy. What about bicycles? Will they no, well, we're not on that. Listen, because this is the first anyone's done it in this state, in the country. So New York is the first state. So I don't think too many people are familiar with it unless you but it's just cars, are in London. Though, right? What? It's just cars. Let me finish. In. Let me oh, finish because I want to explain it to everyone mm-hmm. because this has been passed. So it is happening. You just have a year before it actually happens. A pl- a congestion pricing is a plan that, time, that aims to decrease traffic in the busiest neighborhoods while increasing funding for the mass transit. Now, for the railroads, and and they are a mess. They have to be improved. I mean, we're a major city, an international city, and sometimes I look at it and I'm like, look at these roads and look at the railroads. So they want to take some of that money, a lot of that money, and put it towards 
fixing up our trains. Now, drivers, the congestion pricing zone, there's a zone. And those drivers who enter Manhattan below 60th Street will be told, except those traveling on the West Side Highway, FDR Drive, and Battery Park underpass. Motorists will only be charged once a day. So unlike a toll, you won't be charged going in. You'll either be charged going in, probably not going out. Okay. The legislation, okay, um, the legislation includes credits for drivers who live in congestion pricing zones who make under $60,000. So you would only qualify for some reduction if you happen to live in the zone. If you don't live in the zone, if you made 30000 it wouldn't matter. Um, if you make under six, um, It's supposed to start in December of 2020. Uh, tolling drivers is expected to generate about $1 billion a year. So what do you think? Do you think it's going to help? I think it'll help. Yeah, I mean, help. all that money. Yeah, well, it works in London. I mean, I know they have it in London. And uh, the tra- so, uh, you know, I guess people, more people will carpool or yeah. take mass transit, I guess. I mean, I don't, you know, maybe people take mass transit or they'll take, uh, yeah, trains. Uh, but in any event, I, I think, and I'm going to, I think it was somebody in New Jersey uh, who said, he said that uh, the budget struck, I think it was somebody in Jersey who said that uh, this is going to hurt a lot of people in Jersey. Well, it's going to hurt people in Long Island. It's going to hurt really anybody who doesn't live in the city. And I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that Rome is like that. You, if you don't live in Rome, if you don't have an apartment in Rome, you pay. Um, that's why you see them riding their bicycles in Rome. Um, it hurts businesses too, Dottie, like uh, for the restaurants that have their food delivered from out of the— uh, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Out of Manhattan. I mean, it's the prices are going to go up as well. So. Well, I don't think you'd buy food from Manhattan necessarily like the, if you didn't live there because why would you pay the Manhattan you know, prices? Yeah. Um, but I think— I don't know. Now, it was Senator Barb Menendez of New Jersey took to Twitter to suggest that uh, the legislator's budget vote won't bring an an end to efforts to alter his plan. And he says that uh, the congestion pricing is unfairly placed on the backs of New Jersey drivers. We already pay enough tolls to get into Manhattan. Any more is a double tax, and that's what he feels. But if he says that, anybody could, then you can say that about Queens and you can say that about Long Island because— it's gonna. It's, so, but it's it's been approved, and we'll see how it goes. I, they could fix up the railroads. Now, there's a new okay. You, while the proposed Pierre de Terre tax, I think we talked about it last week, Jerry, uh, flamed out um, on the state legislature in the final days of budgets. We still have to shell out a bit more in the coming months. The Legislator passed a progressive mansion tax as part of the budget, which will leave you. So it's going to do it. They were going to do it every year. So now they're going to do a one-time fee on home purchases of one million or higher. The tax increase as the tax increases as the price of homes do. So there's a flat one percent tax on home valued at one to two million. A one point two five percent on ones valued two to three million. And so on, and ultimately, ultimately, it tops out at four fifteen, four point one five, um, for homes valued at twenty five million or more. 
Uh, that won't be a lot of people. Um, but what does this tax actually look like in practice? And Jerry, you're going to know this because this is what you're doing. So if you take, we talked about that Kent Griffin. Now I'm using the extreme because he sold the highest uh, property in, in, in New York. And Ken Griffin sold a $238 million penthouse uh, in Central Park, which that stirred, um, did he sell it? Maybe he bought it. Uh, that renewed a push for Pieta ta- tax. That's where it started. They saw that. And uh, previously taking city and state taxes in account, a buyer would pay an additional $6,723 million on that property. But under the new law, the buyer would see their taxes one time, mind you, go up $14 million. Now, Jerry, do you it's have a sense of this? It's a very expensive property. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, on, yeah, on the lower-priced... I mean, we say lower price. It's a little ridiculous to talk about three and four million. But if it's between three and five million, it'll be an extra half of one percent. So, on a on a purchase price of, um, um, sorry, on a purchase price of four million, it'd be another twenty thousand. So four million in the old days, one percent mansion tax, forty thousand dollars to the buyer. Now they're adding on another twenty thousand on top of it. Okay, but you know. now I just have some numbers. I guess mm-hmm. they're adding all the taxes in because they're saying on a yeah they're adding all the taxes on a three million dollar home, which would have previously brought in an additional eighty four thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. The new law that will jump to one hundred and seven. Yes. Change. Yes, a difference of fifteen thousand. Okay, mm-hmm. now. I, I was really worried about that really affecting New York City uh, but because they was they originally tried to do it every year. Yeah, with the Pieta Terra tax. It's certainly better than the Pieta Terra tax. Certainly better than that. Yeah. I don't I don't love any of these luxury taxes. A little bit odd I think to tax a property at a million dollars saying it's a luxury item. You know, in New York City a million dollar apartment is I don't think a luxury item. It's a it's a oh. could be a one bedroom apartment, right? So I think it's fine if you're going to truly put it in the luxury market, but it hasn't changed since 1980s, and New York City prices are much higher than upstate, but there's no differential. Right. And I don't well, think that's fair to New Yorkers. A- New Ace just uh, gave me his, uh, on, on Bloomberg, it's 1 million to 2 million, they, the tax rate is 1%, 2 to 3 is 1.25, 3 to 5 mm-hmm. is one seven. When it gets up to five to ten, you start getting to two point five zero. So, so it's it's a big amount of money, and that tax, by the way, will go into July. That's going to go into effect July first. So, July if you're first. in that market and you're in the process of buying something, make sure you close it before July first, so mm-hmm. you don't have to pay it. Uh, because and contracts that were already signed before uh, April one are <clears throat> sorry before the date of the law, which was Monday which I think was April 1, yeah. Before April 1 are exempt. If you already signed before April 1, then uh, you're exempt because oh. you already signed. So what if you sign, let's say, Monday, but you close yeah. before J- July 1st? Is then that you're, so? exempt. you're exempt. Okay. So as long as you close before, yeah. is it... it if, you, if you both signed after April 1 and close after July 1, then you're subject to the new tax. Got it. So as long as you close prior to July 1st... You're fine. You're fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, a- so, so we have the mansions, well... The mansion, mm. the well, the super mansion tax. Yeah, well, in New York, it's not super, it's not, but it's not. Yeah. Um, you know, I would have liked to have seen this coupled with a uh, an increase in the, the the levels that it kicks in to reflect cost of living, right? So, a million dollars in an apartment in 1980, 
three when it was passed was a much different apartment than a million dollar apartment today. But yet we still apply a 1% tax. And I don't think it's fair to do that. Well, let me just say this. Forget, you know, because everyone's going to say, oh, well, the reason that you're thinking because, you know, Douglas Elliman, you sell a lot of high-end properties, which is true. However, I just look at taxes overall and know that New York is the highest tax state. Mm-hmm. And I think that as if people really were to give you a whole side of a story, you would really see it. I'm going to try to get the numbers from someone because I read them somewhere and then I, I didn't write them down. I want to quote a number that I'm not positive of. But it was a large percentage, very high, like in the 80s, of it's, it's paid by a small percentage of people, the, the, the very wealthy that live in New York. And you have the most millionaires in New York. You have a lot of them. And that's great. But you don't want to make it so ridiculous that you drive them to other states like we did to Amazon because, well, Amazon didn't go anywhere, but other states will take them in a glory. That's the other thing. People of means have easier times oftentimes relocating too. So, you know, if you drive them out, they're not going to come running back so quickly. Yeah. So these funds, I mean, it goes to a good project. It's only meant to be used for MTA capital projects. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you think the congestion pricing is going to fix the roads? Maybe they'll pave the roads now? Jerry, I get so an upset stomach when I draw. You know, I mean, yeah. it's the roads. I mean, I was so... Oh, I hit a pothole yesterday. I thought the car was going to fall apart. I mean, it was so deep and jagged, and it's dangerous. But, um, you know, we wouldn't want to do that. You know, and somebody had asked or texted me just now, Some, how will the uh, pricing be enforced? I mean, how will you... Uh, know who's coming in to, ta- to price them, and I guess it will be like with a tracking system. It'll, you know, it'll be an easy time. By the way, me. Big Brother is always watching. Just keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. I remember when the Easy Fast first came out, I had a friend who didn't want to get it because he didn't want the government knowing where he was. I said, that ship has sailed. That government knows where you are. And the Easy Fast is not how they're going to figure it out. So they get your <coughs> iPhone and everything else. Yeah, I mean, if you think, it's over. Okay, if yeah, you, yeah. I mean, it's privacy. just the, the Privacy, privacy Act is over. Yeah. There is yeah. no privacy in this world. So whatever you're doing, whatever you think you yeah. want to do, just make yeah. sure you take into consideration somebody will find out. Uh, yeah. So be prepared for that consequence if there is a consequence. And, because And you know what? It does modify people's behavior because I must admit that I am conscious sometimes when I sometimes escalate my temper prematurely, which I try not to do. It's a fault of mine. If I'm in a car and I think, I, do I want this to be on the internet? <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't, I, we should never yell at people anyway, but, you know, we have to be conscious when you're in public spaces. You never know. It could be on the internet the next day. You, you never know. And you never know who has a camera on their iPhone is taking right. pictures. Okay. So you really have to be prepared to be accountable for whatever behavior yes. you have. I still think it was better in the days when they didn't really have, when they couldn't track you, okay? That's too late. Um, I know, it's too late. So we're going to be back with Jan, a couple of the, one of the greatest coaches uh, that I know. And we'll be right back, and she's going to talk about coaching and the benefits of coaching. We'll be right back after our break. Eight. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.